Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, Derek here with Gamer Heroes and my co-host John. What's up, dude? What's going on? It's uh, it's going it's going okay. It, excuse me if I sound a little weird today, guys. Uh, coming down with the sickness, and I, I I wholeheartedly intend to make that sound like uh, you know disturbed in my head when I say that those words out loud. So yes, hello. <laughs> well, this is episode 31, and uh, we got a few different things to cover today. We have some news in the Atari and Star Fox 2 worlds, and then we're going to discuss the uh, end game of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and why you should pick up Mario <laughs> plus Rabbids for Nintendo Switch. I just think Switch. it's hilarious, just, just to begin with. I think the <laughs> Rabbids is... Yeah, Mario and Rabbids together. Yeah, we're... <laughs> We're going to get to it. I'm going to sell you on this game, I promise. Okay, you can try. I'm going to try. But uh, we're going to start with some news first. Um, first up is Atari. Now, for those of you who are already signed up for the Atari email newsletter, you've already received this, I would imagine. But if you haven't, I want to talk to you about the speaker hat experience. Um, Atari is releasing hats, like actual like ball caps hats, um, that have built-in speakers to connect to your phone, to connect to a stereo or a gaming console. Uh, it It's totally, totally crazy. They're even talking about how this would be great at, like, a sports arena for augmented reality, like, I it's guess, a hilarious. football game or something. It's hilarious. So you, you've seen this now. You've seen the picture. You know what it looks like. What do you think about this? I I think it's I, <laughs> like of all the things we need like I just think it's hilarious like it's like here's what we did guys uh, a crazy crazy idea we're going to put a speaker that connects through bluetooth in your hat <laughs> like I I mean I think it's funny I could see the uses for it cuz what they're trying to do is combine uh it looks like they're trying to combine style and accessibility but the the funny part about it though is like they're like well it looks like adidas is uh it looks like adidas is probably going to be their main sponsor so far for that um it's, but it, it's just hilarious it seems kind of silly so you know it's a wearable oh, yeah. right so it's uh powered by audio wear which is uh the, the kind of the, the software backbone of it and they do have a website it's uh atarilife.com and uh, it's got some basic, very, very basic information right now on what this is. But uh, <laughs> it, um, this is actually straight off the website. The technology inside consists of proprietary high-fidelity stereo speakers and microphone, V4.1 CSR Qualcomm CVC audio technology, 
five band equalizer, advanced audio distribution profile. Like it just like goes into this tech detail that the average consumer has no clue what any of this means. And the fact that it's like you're like really giving us all these specs really hard to make it sound like it's worth something. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it does have a rechargeable lithium ion battery and an LED light indicator. Um, oh, and so does my flashlight. <laughs> and uh, what, what's interesting here is it's not – I guess it's not using Bluetooth. Um, AudioWare uses a, quote, social synchronous broadcast technology. Um, so it can have multiple users, which – I don't know, like, I like hats. I actually have a little hat collection, but I don't really have a lot of other people wearing my hats. I would hope not. But, um, uh, I guess, well, it allows multiple hat wearers to connect to the same stream, which is kind of cool. But, um, now they are looking for early adopters. So if this is something that sounds like a thing you need, you can go to atarilife.com slash about and you can actually sign up for their beta. Um, they've got a, uh, a contest running for a chance to participate in the beta. Uh, and, uh, yeah, if you're an Atari insider, you get kind of first dibs, so to speak, uh, for the, uh, the to-be-decided release date. And um, if you sign up at atarilife.com and follow them on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff, there's going to be discount codes coming out so you can get the uh the hat the speaker hat at a discount so yeah i uh i'll be picking that up (laughs) 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 running to the stores to get that one (laughs) so crazy now this is um we're recording this on wednesday on friday which is the day this podcast actually comes out there's an event that they're doing live from genius iq bbq um, that you could also check out that has something to do with Atari life. So there you go. Cool. Yeah. So that's a thing that's happening. I don't know, man. Are, are you, are you going to get one of these? Probably not. <laughs> to be honest with you, I, I, I think, uh, a regular Bluetooth or headphones will, will be just fine for me. What price would this have to be for you to buy it? For me to buy it? Yeah. So, so in the end of the day, we're talking – literally, we're talking about putting a Bluetooth speaker in a hat. Basically, okay? yeah. So I can buy a good hat for 20 bucks, 30 bucks, right? I could probably buy a Bluetooth, I don't know, 30 bucks. let's say a good one because there's cheaper ones out there. It, it needs to be under $70 for, for me to even look at it. Okay. I think that's fair. I think that's reasonable. Yeah, I, I, th- I was going to say about 50 bucks because uh, like my uh, I have a really nice Wonder Woman hat from the new movie, and that was 55 That's my most expensive hat that I've ever owned. Um, so, you know, I figure 50 bucks for a Bluetooth hat, that, if that's something you are interested in, that seems like a reasonable price. Right, like, right, right. Ex- exactly how I look at it. It's... Fifty bucks, you know. If you were to if you were to makeshift this together, <laughs> it would cost you fifty bucks. So you could go out, get yourself a hat and some duct tape and a Bluetooth speaker, and uh, you'll be good to go. Boom, you got it. Cool, cool. Um, so that's that. the uh, The Star Fox Two news is a little weird. So um, for those who do not know, have not kept up, Star Fox Two was a game for the Super Nintendo that was canceled way back in nineteen ninety six. Um, it was essentially going to be like the last Super Nintendo game before the uh, the 64. 
But that just never, it never happened. Basically, the, the PlayStation and some other consoles were moving ahead too quickly, graphics-wise, and the, the old-style graphics of Star Fox were just not where Nintendo wanted to, to put their money. So they canceled the project with the game, I don't know, 80-85% complete. Uh, there's been beta release versions floating around uh, over the years in uh, not legit formats. Um and then they announced that the completed full version of the game will be available for the first time ever as part of the Super Nintendo Classic, the follow-up to the NES Classic, that comes out uh, later this month. And it kind of made that that console go from something that's a cool toy to being a bit of a sought-after collectible for people like me who've always wanted to play a completed version of this game. Now... They've yet to say that the console will, or the, the game will be available outside of the SNES Classic, but they did launch a website completely dedicated to the game, and it's essentially a digital manual for Star Fox 2, which is super strange. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, so, what, I mean, what benefits do you get from this manual? So, it, it literally, so it, it basically plays out like a digital game manual. So, you know, of course, back in the day we had physical manuals for our games. A few indie titles still do that, like The Binding of Isaac, for example, or Cave Story Plus. But uh, most most games have kind of let that go, uh, especially since so many titles are being released digitally now as well. So th that's what this is. This is a digital manual, and it's got uh, half a dozen sections. Story characters, controls, playing the game, combat items, and then a mini-map and radar. And you can just click through these. And, you know, so if you click, you know, playing the game, for example, it will load uh, some interesting stuff about that. It'll show you the title screen and tells you basic information, like the mission. Take on the forces of Andros in the game story mode. Like, that's not really detailed, right? Um, no, not at all. Provides you a little extra stuff. It shows you the pilot selection, which was a new feature in Star Fox 2 that was not available in the original Star Fox or even in the Star Fox 64 game. But you could play as all the different characters, the good guys anyway. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of stuff like that. There's lots of screenshots, uh, basically definitions of what things are, who the characters are. The cool thing is, is that a lot of these screenshots, um, because it's digital, are, are actually animated GIFs instead of just basic screenshots, which is cool because you can kind of see... Um, some of this stuff animated. So they've got <clears throat> a behind-the-scenes of all-range mode, which was uh, in the 64 version, not in the original version, but would have debuted in this game. So it's kind of weird. It's a little interesting. Um, you could kind of go through it and see different stuff. Uh, if you're curious about it, it's out at uh, nintendo.co.jp. So it's, it's out there. Just kind of search for Star Fox 2 manual, or you can search for... Uh, Super Nintendo Entertainment System manuals. Uh, it's it's out under that as well. So I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see where this goes. If maybe they're they're kind of looking to see what traffic is like. Um, I know a lot of people want to see this game released to the wider public. So um, I guess we'll have to see. Well, I or you can pick up the SNES Classic to play that, right? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, good luck with that. Uh, I <laughs> I worked really, really hard and think I think I got a pre-order through Walmart. Um, it's I'm, I'm feeling you know maybe sixty forty that I actually got it at this point, so we'll have to see. But 
they are producing it through the end of, of the year, so there's a possibility that you might be able to snag one. Um, but it's tough, and I, this is a game that I really think everybody should be able to play if they're interested. It's it's something that's been talked about in the gaming world and in the, in the Nintendo world for you know 21 years. So um, I, I hope everybody who wants to play gets a chance. I totally agree. It's something that I'll probably be playing um, on your system. <laughs> the one that you think you got. The one that you think you got. Right, exactly. Okay. So, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, where where are you on Zelda Breath of the Wild? Oh, I am on the second Divine Beast. I conquered the first one, which was in which I thought at first was me going deviating. Oh, I'm going off the path. No, it turns out it was it was the intended first one <laughs> that you you pointed out to me a few uh, episodes ago. So I'm working my way to the next one. But I know you recently was feeling accomplished on Facebook and completed Breath of the Wild. I, I have. I've completed the main story. I have defeated Calamity Ganon. Um, took me 65 plus hours because that's how the switch tells you game time is in five hour increments. And, uh, yeah, I, I did, I finished it. Um, I, I will say for those that are not super familiar with Zelda games, um, well, for those who are familiar with Zelda games, it, the, uh, the post game is exactly what you would expect. And for those who are not familiar, Zelda games don't really have a post game. And so, um, this game is is wonderful. It's beautiful. It's exciting. It's enjoyable. It's an all around solidly balanced game. From climbing up mountains to fighting enemies and making food out of ingredients and just exploring the shrines, I love all of it. I do. I am so disappointed though in the uh, the post game, so to speak. So. Um, I will say that uh, there's, it's going to get a little spoilery here because uh, I'm going to talk to you guys just a little bit about about the end because I'm I, I have to get this off my chest. But uh, <laughs> but so um, okay. So first off, John, make sure that you finish those four divine beasts because oh wow yes you don't have to. You could go fight Ganon right now. You could. You could do it almost immediately when you start the game. But. Really? Yes, yes. But if you finish all four Divine Beasts, if you finish those tasks, those uh, those quests, then they actually take Ganon's health down by half. Oh, okay. Okay, hold on, hold on. So you could essentially be at a higher level. Right. Let's say you've you, you spent most of your time in the wild fighting little creatures, and you've built up a level. You could technically fight him at full health. Yeah, absolutely. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you can skip the divine beasts completely. They're not a required quest at all, um, but they do. All those beams that they're shooting do cut down Ganon's health. So um, that was useful. I will say that. Um, and like I said, I've uh, I was playing sixty five plus hours, so I had a bunch of hearts and I had a lot of stamina. Um, not really the best armor or anything. I didn't really try to find any special armor. Um, I know there's a lot out there, like the uh, there's the guardian armor set and things like that. I didn't have any of that. 
Um, and you took him out pretty easily. Um, I mean, he so here he's not difficult. The big problem with Calamity Ganon is that there becomes a certain point where he's essentially an invincible, and the only way to to hurt him and get an opening to deliver damage is by reflecting the guardian style beam that he shoots. And if you've completed all the divine beasts, then you do have this, uh, the overshield that you have, um, drawing a blank on the, the name of the power now, but, uh, that can reflect those beams and you get three at a time before it has to recharge. Um, so, if you can survive long enough and get that recharge, like I did, you can just use that. And that works really well. It's super easy to, to do it that way. Um, and then when that's over, there's uh, basically beast mode Ganon, where he turns into this giant uh, monster, four-legged monster, and you're, throw, you're, you're basically thrown back on a horse, and Zelda gives you a special bow that only shoots arrows made of light. Um, which is re- really cool, and you have to shoot this uh, this monster Ganon, uh, beast Ganon, while you're on horseback, which uh, was a bit of a challenge for me. I, I've I've always been bad at that. Um, the The hard part really is getting through the castle because there's guardians everywhere. You've got to get um, first. You got to get past the guardians to even the moat where the castle is, right? And then get to the castle. There's a couple different ways in. Um, there is a shrine hidden inside the castle, though. Uh, it's difficult to get to, uh, difficult to make appear. Um, and then to complete it, it's uh, a test of strength, so you will have to fight one of the little guardians, which is just kind of frustrating, because at that point you're trying to save up your health and all of your items for, for Ganon. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so you go through, you do all that, and then there's the cutscenes, of course, at the end... And you talk to Zelda, and Ganon's defeated. But when you're done, it just brings you back to the main menu for the game. And if you hit continue, you'll see your last save point with a star on it. And that save point is actually from before you fought Ganon. Because there's no post-game. They did not code the game to get rid of the guardians and get rid of the, the bow goblins and all that kind of stuff. They're all still there and all the NPCs are still acting as if calamity Ganon is still there. So after such a wonderful game with this deep universe and so much to find and explore, it was a little bit of a letdown that you finish Ganon and the game doesn't really notice that you did anything. That does suck. I could totally see. Oh, that's really upsetting. I'm just thinking about that going. That's like, uh, it's got to be one of those worst movie endings that I, I can ever think of. It's like where he woke up and it was just a dream. Damn. No, I mean, if you beat Ganon and you saw the cutscenes and it was over and you thought to yourself, cool, I'm going to move on to another game. Then I guess you'd be very happy with it. Um, but for me, I mean, I only found 64 shrines, um, you know, there's 120 of them and, uh, I still had, you know, tons of side quests to complete and armor to find and all that kind of stuff. So I was kind of hoping to dive back in and I I didn't want the world to be completely serene, of course, because that would be boring. But the fact that there's really no change. Uh, was was kind of a letdown. And I know that that's the MO for, for Zelda games, but Breath of the Wild is different. 
and I thought that that might be a pleasant surprise. Yeah. So overall, including the ending, um, what do you rate the game? Oh man, it is uh, it is still one of the best, if not the best, game that I've ever played. Just all around, it is simply wonderful. Uh, I definitely give this this game an A. There's no question about it. If you like open world games, if you like Zelda, if you like um, crafting and exploration and puzzles, any of those things, it's it's wonderful. The game is just this huge joy to play every time. Um, the the only reason I'm disappointed at all is because I wanted to do more. I wanted it to keep going, and I wanted the world to evolve with me. And that's probably still a lot to ask for for a game in 2017. Well, we we've got some big ones to look forward to um, for the end of the year as well as uh, early 2018. So, I think probably the game that I think will get close to that. Well, Mario Odyssey will be free roam, which will be really probably really good. Um, I don't know about crafting in that game. I don't think that would be a thing. Probably not. Probably what's that one everyone's talking about? Um, I'm going to need more than that. <laughs> a futuristic one where they're in a city and they're mercenaries and they go and fly in this giant mech. I have no idea what you're talking about. But... You will when I t- if I tell you the title. It's some single word title. I don't know. Either way, we have a lot to look forward to next year. That's true. And I mean, we got more for Zelda. Don't forget, you know, there's, there's two DLC packs, one of which is already out. Which gives yeah. you the uh, the master trials and ma- uh, hard mode, the master mode, and uh, the the path that shows where you've been for the last two hundred hours, all that good stuff. So, and the the rumor for the second pack is it's a prequel that takes place with the champions. So you know maybe that will get me back into it. Well, I, it depends on the price for me. It's twenty. It's twenty bucks for both. Wait, so it's ten bucks each, technically. Yeah, you have to buy them as a set, though. That's not terrible. But yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you're, cool. you, you were saying there's a bunch of stuff coming out this fall. What are you most excited about? <sighs> that one game that I can't think of the title. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What the heck was it called? Fair enough. I'm sorry, man. I, I, you, I swear, if you hear the title, you'll—it's a one single word. I don't think I don't think I have it pre-ordered, so I'm not sure what you're talking about. So I'm very curious. But is there anything else on your list? Yeah, I'm definitely gonna get the new Mario. Mario Odyssey, yeah, that's a good one. Mario Odyssey looks pretty darn good. Um, actually, there's just a lot of Switch games that I'm really interested in getting. Um, I I know Skyrim is not new, but I am interested. It's new to play on the um, the Switch. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. Uh, what you call it? I can't even think. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just having so much trouble thinking because I'm sick, guys. Remember that I'm sick. Well, I'm, uh, uh-huh. I'm really looking forward to uh, South Park: The Fractured But Whole. Yeah, I'm yeah. I know much... you've been looking forward to it for a while, ever since it's been pushed back three times. I know. I know. Uh, I loved the first game, Stick of Truth. Uh, it's it's a great great game. It's it's available on uh, Xbox 360 and Xbox One, and I think it's also on PC. And uh, the new one's going to be on like basically all the platforms except for Switch. So um, I'm getting it on uh, PS4 actually. <laughs> so 
well, thankfully you own all the other platforms <laughs> except for the Switch. Well, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's, that's probably what I'm most looking forward to is is that and probably Mario, Mario Odyssey too. So. It It is the most, uh, my anticipated game for this year. Like, Breath of the Wild's great, um, but Mario Odyssey is is what it takes for me to get back into it so I'm, I'm pretty stoked fair enough so all right so let's talk mario plus rabbids kingdom battle <laughs> yeah let's talk mario rabbit so you're already laughing about it so why, why are you laughing about it because it's silly it's uh it's mario it's basically mario let, let's just play it out mario bumps his head he wakes up in a kingdom where all of his friends that he knew and loved are now rapid rabbids uh, rabbits, God, <laughs> rabbits, and uh, yeah, he's got all these adventures to uh, try to get back to reality. Is, is am I pretty close? Or no, no, you're you're not. Um, so, so first off, I want to make sure that this is put in the correct genre of game. This is a turn-based strategy game. No way. So this is like XCOM or something like that, um, and it is the first time ever that Mario and Luigi and Peach and, and the crew actually use gun-type weapons. Uh, unless you count, unless really? you count any of the guns you can pick up in Super Smash Brothers, So that would be the only exception. But um, that's a really big deal. And the game is made by Ubisoft. It's not a uh, first-party Nintendo game. But the premise is, is very simple. So first off, uh, there there is a... Um, basically, these... VR goggles with an AI and a rabbit uh, gets a hold of them and starts using them using these goggles they have this special feature where they can merge objects together and he's merging all of these other rabbits with other things and so that's how you get peach rabbit and luigi rabbit and or rabbit luigi and rabbit peach and all that good stuff so they all basically um infiltrate the uh, Mario Kingdom, and uh, that's where you're basically uh, Mushroom Kingdom, and that's where you have to play the game. And so you're you you're, you start off with uh, Rabbit Peach and Rabbit Luigi on your team. It's the three of you. You're Mario, and you have to fight off all these other rabbits that have gone crazy because for some reason the two that are with you are fine, and everybody else went crazy. And um, the maps are all really cool. The first through, first few kind of teach you the mechanics, like the different moves you can make, the different uh, attacks you can do, things of that nature. And you uh, you plan it out. It's all turn-based, like I said, and you're limited in what you can do. Each map is different, so you have to kind of plan out your attack and where you want to go. And um, one of my favorite features is that you can actually – if if you move one of your characters to a spot where another character of yours is, you can basically hop on that character and get a huge jump, which is very Mario, to a uh, a farther location to kind of expand your your range more. Um, That's pretty cool. So it's a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun. Um, do you know anything about the rabbits? Uh, I don't. Um, I <laughs> I remember the release and and just giggling a little bit um they were super excited about it um but no i didn't know those details about it especially the turn-based portion of it yeah it's all turn-based uh, when you're playing the actual matches 
Um, and then there's like a basically a little world that you can walk around where you have different centers you can go to to uh, you know change your party members, change weapons, all that kind of stuff. Um, there's eight eight characters in all essentially that you that get to join you over time. Um, so of course you have Mario, you have Luigi, uh, Rabbit, Rabbit Luigi, and Rabbit Peach. Um, you have a uh, Rabbit Yoshi, and then a Rabbit Mario, and then you also have the real Luigi Peach and Mario, uh, Luigi Peach and Yoshi to to join you. And there's a ton of different weapons that you can get throughout the game um, as you kind of slowly follow what really looks like a Roomba that can fly. Um, <laughs> around the battlefield and stuff like that, trying to stop all the rabbits. That's pretty, I mean, that's kind of interesting. I guess I want to see it. Um, I wish you could devise a way to, uh, you know what I mean? Do a video for oh, us. I could, I could stream some rabbits. That's not too hard. I could do that. Maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll stream yeah. some rabbits this weekend. We'll see. You should totally stream some rabbits. <laughs> so other than, so you being a Mario fan, you, it sounds like this is one of the uh, one of the most different games you've played. Do you think it falls into the uh, Mario world pretty nicely, or yeah, what? No, I think it does. I think it takes a lot of its roots basically from the old Super Mario RPG for Super Nintendo. Um, in that it's it's turn based. There's battles and there's all these Mario characters. I mean, Toad is around, you're in Mushroom Kingdom, everything is colored, very Nintendo Mario-esque. Um, you know, and the, the only thing that's weird is you've got these these rabbits, which, um, I mean, they're, they're basically like, they're, I mean, they're a lot like minions. Rabbids were first, but they're a lot like minions from the Despicable, Despicable Me movie. So, you know, they don't really talk <laughs> exactly, and they're kind of crazy, and and outlandish and and all that, so it just kind of twists up the universe a bit. Um, and it's a totally different play style because it's a turn-based strategy game. And so, if you like that type of play, if you like XCOM or or anything like that, this is going to be perfect for you. And it still has that young, bright, colorful Mario feel to it that makes it very friendly and very, um, you know, it's just not an intimidating game. You know, That's a game like Breath of the Wild or even Mario Odyssey can seem kind of intimidating because they're so huge and there's so much to do. This is not like that. Right. It's very small. You've got little maps and you have these nice little achievements after each one because you complete them and move on. You get coins that you can use then to uh, unlock weapons and stuff like that. So, bottom line, is it worth picking up? I would say yes. I would say if you own a Switch and you're looking for something to uh, to mix things up a bit, it is a totally different game than anything else out on Switch right now. Because think about it. you got your big Switch games are Breath of the Wild, which is an open-world RPG. You've got Splatoon 2, which is a third-person uh, shooter. Right? right. Um, and those are the you got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is, of course, a racing battle game. And those are your big three uh, first-party exclusives. Now, there's a ton of smaller games, of course. But those are the big three. And so this complements those really well, because now you've got a turn-based strategy game. And so it just it's four different genres altogether. Very different gameplay, 
but it's in that same kind of Nintendo universe. Okay. So how much can I buy this game for? So that's that's where they get you. It is a full retail price game. It's fifty nine ninety nine USD, which mm. feels about ten bucks too much. Right. Uh, which is why I uh, I did pre order it, so I got my twenty percent off, um, which brought it just under fifty bucks, you know, to forty eight. So I was pretty happy with that price. Um, so if you're a gamer club member, you might still be able to snag that price um, at Best Buy, maybe Amazon. They have a little bit of a window. And you might have a week or so to, to pick that up at, at the 20% discount. Uh, totally worth 50 bucks for sure. Uh, if you're a big Switch fan, I would say that it's 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 worth the 60 because it's just it's different. It's something new. It's something you can play on the go. And and it has local two-player co-op. Oh, that is cool. We need to play that then. If you really want to sell me on it, <laughs> let me play it. All right. Well, when you're feeling better and you're not contagious, you can come over. Deal. <laughs> so next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. So that's that's it. That's what I that's what I've been playing. I've been playing that, and I've been playing Splatoon too. So that's not too bad, man. That sounds like uh, at least you're playing something new. <laughs> I have I can't even get to, I can't even touch the uh, games I already have because. Just been a little crazy over here in the home front. Yeah, it'll settle down now, though. You're all moved into the new place. You got internet. It's all going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, I would love to play uh, Rabbids, and maybe we could even stream it so that you guys can see it. Yeah, you know, I think we'll work something Other out. Than that, we'll schedule something so that way people can get a heads up, and we'll, we'll do something on Twitch. So. Right, right. Do you do you have any other news? I mean, what else is going on in the game world? It's been kind of quiet. It has. It has been quiet. That's why I've just been playing. So, you know, I finished Zelda. I started Splatoon 2, and I started Mario Rabbids. Um, I'm hoping to beat Cave Story Plus in the next week or so. Um, and then uh, at some point, I got to um, start Horizon Zero Dawn and finish Bastion. Yeah. I've been playing that as well. So busy, busy, man. Very busy. It's lots of games, man. I, I, the only one that I'm looking to play currently right now that I'm trying to beat um, is I just want to finish. I want to finish Injustice Two. It's <laughs> I picked that up so long ago, earlier in the year, and I haven't had a chance to just sit down and fight, just play. Yeah, yeah, I get that done, man. Because Capcom versus Marvel comes out soon. Right, and it's an easy one too. So I figure I can I could get that one done pretty fast. That's an attainable. Yeah, goal. I think so. Cool, cool. Well, man, I think that we'll probably cut this one short so we don't uh, just uh, carry on with nothing to say. But uh, for those of you who have tuned in, don't forget to uh, check out all of our other stuff. We uh, have two other shows. We have the Screen Heroes podcast every Wednesday and Costume Couture on Mondays. Costume Couture is our web series. And uh, we have our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash heroes podcast, where you can Watch Screen Heroes Live every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And John and I are going to try and, and start doing some, some game streams more often uh, starting here in September. So uh, hit us up at Heroes Podcasts on social media or heroespodcasts.com. And John, why don't you tell them about the contest we're running? Guys, we've been running this contest for what I would say way too long, okay? We're giving away a free game, okay? Leave us a review. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be bad. 
I mean, it could be either one. It could be neutral. Leave us a review. Um, you can do that on uh, iTunes. Is that correct? We're doing this on yeah, iTunes, iTunes, right? iTunes, also known now as Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. If you, if you have trouble finding us out there because you listen to us on a different service, uh, go to heroespodcast.com. There's a giant button on the right-hand side that goes straight to the iTunes page. Oh, you know I love my giant buttons. Um, <laughs> yes, guys, we're not giving away just a piece of crap game. We're 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 gonna make sure it's something you want. So, again, we have to get to ten reviews. We're gonna pull out. Yep, and we're gonna pull out a random name out of a hat. Their eyes closed, maybe televised. I don't know, but someone's gonna win a free game, and it could be a AAA title game. So, leave us a review, guys, and uh, thanks for listening. One last thing, if you're listening and there's something you want us to talk about, something you want us to cover, you know, whether it's video games, tabletop games, you name it, uh, reach out to us. Reach out to us anywhere you can find us. You can even email us, contact at heroespodcast.com. We want to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.